From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrin. Thanks for inviting me into your home. RV, camper, taxi. Your parents' well-appointed rec room. With the shag carpeting, simulated electric log fireplace, and the painting of the dogs playing poker. Your loft. That greasy spoon just off the interstate and your cabin in the woods. Hi to those tuning in on one of our affiliate stations across North America. Hi to those who stream us on zoomerradio.ca and on my YouTube channel, Strange Planet. And hi to those of you in the YouTube live chat. Next week on the program, Carl Gallops will be here. We shall be returning, I should say. And uh, he'll be here for the full two hours to discuss his latest book. Man, this guy is prolific. This one is called The Gods of the Final Kingdom. The Gods of the Final Kingdom. Carl Gallup's uh, next uh, week on The Conspiracy Show for the full two hours. So mark that one down. It will be a good one, I promise you. Uh, Dr. Elena Gabor, registered hypnotherapist, past life regression therapist, is here sharing some incredible insights into the soul and the uh, the subconscious, the soul, or the science of the soul, as she likes to call it. She is the author of Home at the Tree of Life, in which she shares four people's extraordinary journeys of self-discovery and healing from severe disorders like depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety, insomnia, uh, all attained without prescription medication. <laughs> well, that's going to have big pharma upset, I'm guessing. Actually, if people are interested, I have a free hypnotherapy session that they can use at home when they go to sleep at night, uh, never while driving the car, though. Um, and they can find it on my website. It's on the upper left corner of my website. Uh, if they look with a computer, they won't see it if they search with a phone. So with a computer, upper left corner, a free hypnotherapy session for improving the quality of sleep. And it's also for free on my YouTube channel, DR Elena Gabor Hypnosis Hypnotherapy. It's my YouTube channel, and they can listen to that recording every night when they go to sleep. It will improve the quality of sleep. I have helped thousands of people overcome their insomnia, their sleep paralysis, their nightmares. Uh, it really works well for sleep paralysis. I know that a lot of people uh, experience those terrifying nightmares where they can't move their body, they can't speak, they can't scream um, and have terrifying experiences. With hypnotherapy, with uh, guiding the soul to the light, all, all those end. Um, usually it's the first thing that people experience one, once they uh, start having hypnotherapy sessions, the quality of sleep improves. Now, about spiritual masters and spiritual guides, every single soul has um, a team of guides, whether it's one guide that's highly evolved, it's a very large energy, or there are multiple guides. And um, Are they unique to the individual? Like, do I have separate spiritual masters from you? You have you you may have a few spiritual masters, but they can or spiritual guides that but they can be the guides of other people as well, because souls have the ability to to be in multiple places at the same time. Is the property of consciousness called omnipresence? Um, 
they can divide their energy and focus on multiple people at the same time, especially the ones that are larger energies. When you're a very small energy or beginner energy, you can't really do that because you don't have enough energy to divide to be in multiple places. And uh, they are protectors and healers. Uh, once they join with you in the body, sometimes they can enter the body in, uh, to help us go through difficult situations. For example, an accident, you don't know how you were able to get out alive of that accident. It's because your guides intervened and enter your body and made a, a, the right move or protected your car energetically or things like that. And they can enter your body and help you heal because they, they bring positive energy. And we all have, in addition to these spiritual guides that are evolved souls that have, uh, that have a lot of experience in incarnation, um, there are also guides that uh, are part of the angelic realm that's also in the ultimate reality. Angels do not incarnate. Um, they, are, they are energies that are already at the level of the source, and they're created with the purpose of protecting the souls that incarnate, protecting them from low vibrations. And um, what, are low, sorry, what are low vibrations? What do you mean by low vibrations? Well, is, are, is that like a demon? Is just... A demon? Energy is like, the energy is like in physics, it can be high vibration, it can be low vibration, it can vibrate at a higher frequency or at a lower frequency. Uh, all energies were initially positive energies, but um, if you absorb a lot of low vibration, you can transform your positive energy in negative energy, and then you become a negative energy soul. And yes, there are those demonic energies too, but again, all energies have been positive initially, and once they started to incarnate, to go beyond the light, to have uh, other lives, uh, they can absorb low vibration. That's that's what we're doing in this reality, uh, in this dual realities where we incarnate. We're learning to manage our energy, to know when to... Um, uh, how to connect deeper with the energy of love. No matter where we incarnate, the the energy that will always protect us, the energy that heals us, the energy that maintains us function properly and optimally is the is positive energy. We are channels. As physical beings, we are channels for energy. And the quality of our thoughts determines the quality of the energy that we bring into our body and we interpret as feelings. So if we feel unpleasant feelings, it means the vibrational energy that flows through us is not, not okay. Um, and we feel that in depression, we feel in anxiety, we feel when we're angry. And it's the result of the thoughts we choose to hold on to, to operate from. And, but it's very important to understand that we're not our thoughts, that thoughts and beliefs are just tools to shape our health and our reality with. So operating from empowering, loving, positive, forgiving, kind, op optimistic, and objective thoughts and beliefs leads to healing, leads to having the life we desire. So that's why hypnotherapy is so powerful, because it 
works on those programs of thinking. It helps the soul rediscover itself to understand why it feels the way it feels, why the human being has the life it created for itself. And uh, uh, once you uncover all those aspects of yourself and where those feelings originated, um, all those feelings are released. It's so interesting. Once you saw a life, the feelings are released, the negative feelings. If someone is undergoing a regression, do sometimes spirit guides step forward and start speaking on behalf of the person? If the person is a pure channel, if a soul has the ability to enter the light, go beyond the light and connect with a spiritual master and desire and wants the spiritual masters to come through them to answer questions, that can happen. Um, and Maya was such soul, a person, correct? Maya was such yes, a person. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. But the vibration of that soul has to match the vibration of the guides and masters. So in other words, the human beings that are the incarnation of spiritual guides and masters have that ability. A newer soul would have a very difficult time doing that. It wouldn't be able because it's not the match vibrationally for the spiritual guides All right. or masters. Let me grab a source. call here. Ed is in London. Ed, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. You're on the line with Dr. Elena Gabor. Go ahead. Hello. Hi there. Love your show. Another interesting topic. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hi, and, Ed. Uh, sorry to bring you back to Earth with a more mundane question. I'm wondering if the doctors had any uh, success in treating alcoholism. Alcoholism. Absolutely, yes. Yes, uh, actually, Professor Ben is one of those cases that's presented in my book. He had difficulty with alcohol. He started to drink every night in the hopes of uh, feeling better. He had severe depression, uh, waking up with, um, with suicidal thoughts in the morning with horrible feelings. Mm-hmm. And um, that tendency was overcome through these sessions. Actually, Professor Ben's case is more interesting. He connected with a life of his that he lived as a Roman soldier, and at some point he felt that he crossed the path with Jesus. But the his physical reaction was very unusual. His body arched on the bed, and as he was crossing the path with Jesus, he didn't even speak with Jesus or anything. He just Crossed, he walked near him, and he his energy, Jesus' energy was so powerful that Professor Ben's body channeled that energy, and it went through his body, and it healed him from depression, from the need to drink alcohol. It's uh, drinking alcohol or doing drugs. Um, these are tendencies of, these are egoic tendencies of self-destruction. Those are the tools of the ego mind to destroy that, that body or the soul. So with hypnotherapy, people can identify why do they drink and where is this tendency coming from and why do they want to ruin themselves? And uh, uh, again, it's the lack of love. When you start to engage with the energy of love and during the hypnotherapy sessions, you access those amazing lives where you 
felt wonderful feelings and go beyond those lives and reconnect with the universe of love. It's only pure love energy there. You elevate your vibration and you don't need to drink anymore because you feel good just because you're channeling those feelings. People drink or do drugs in the desire to feel good, but actually it makes them feel worse. Ed, did you have a follow-up question? No, but that's very encouraging. Uh, Thank you very much. All right, You're Ed. very welcome. Just, uh, Ed, uh, go to my website and download that recording and just listen to it every night. Just fall asleep with it. No one needs to stay awake all, uh, the entire session. You can fall asleep after the, two, the first two words, I say, because the subconscious never sleeps and it will follow the directions. And once the soul will finally end up in the light, will rest, will release blockages, people will have less need to drink. Uh, and that is uh, that free recording is at drgabor.com, D-R-G-A-B-O-R.com, D-R-G-A-B-O-R.com, drgabor.com. You just play it right off your computer, I guess. Or phone, or download it on a CD and play it every night when you go to sleep. And again, let it play. You just sleep. That's it. That's all you need to sleep. The subconscious mind will follow the suggestions. All right. We'll give it a try. Thank you, Ed. Good luck to good luck to you. All right, uh, Professor Ben. Uh, so he he experienced life as a Roman soldier. Yes, that was uh, the third session he saw. The first session he experienced was as a young man who was adopted by the parents, uh, but he felt like he wasn't loved. Uh, like his sister was, the, the sister was the daughter of those parents, and he felt that nobody loves him the way his sister is loved, even though his parents were loving him. Um, and then as an adult, he carried those feelings. Uh, Professor Ben recognized the adult feelings for the child. He had compassion, but for the adult, he had frustration because his life was fine. He had a wife. He had a good job. He seemed to be okay there, but he still carried those unpleasant feelings. And um, as an adult, he killed himself. And Professor Ben clearly recognized those feelings being the feelings that he was waking up in the morning with for years. And uh, after reviewing that life, his suicidal thoughts and those uh, unpleasant feelings that he was waking up with in the morning completely disappeared. And he started to feel better. In the second session, he saw life as a man um, that felt so much love for his community, for his neighbors. Even though his wife died, he was alone, he still felt really good. He loved going to the church, going to the library, engaging with people. And he lived in a small town, and Professor Ben was very surprised. He said, I've never in my life Life had feelings like I've experienced in this session, having love for everyone and feeling feeling okay living in a small town. He said he always hated small towns. But the surprising detail about that life was that when he saw the house of that man, he 
was very surprised because that seemed to be his grandparents' house, the house he grew up in. And he couldn't understand. He was actually seeing the details of that house. And the only difference was that a tree in the back of the house wasn't there and um, there was something else there. So he was very surprised. The town was the same. The church was the same. So he went home and researched who built that house where he grew up and his grandparents uh, built that house. So as he continued to research, he discovered that and he said, my name is Henry um, in that life. And um, as he researched, he continued to research because he was sure that was the town in which he grew up and that was the house. He re- realized that on the land, he, he looked on the documents of the grandparents' house. They still own that house and that land. He realized that there was another house built on that land uh, on the other side of the property and the grandparents built their house identical with the design of that house. And very surprising, the name of that man, the great, great grandparent or something like that. So it was the grandparent of his grandparents. The name, his name was Henry. Right, right. What so the- it was so surprising to see that he's the incarnation of his great, great grandfather. About a dozen years ago, I was down in New Jersey for uh, a family wedding. And we were driving through a small town. I, I may have mentioned this to you once before. We're driving down the main street of this historic town in New Jersey. And I had one of the most profound cases of deja vu I've ever had. And uh, sometime later, I was on uh, Ancestry.com or Ancestry.ca was having one of these uh, promotions. So you could you had like a week's free membership. So I went on there and uh, started looking around. And on my mother's side, it turns out our ancestors came from New Jersey. Is deja vu related to a past life? Not a memory, but to a past life. Deja vu. It could definitely be. Some people, like Brian Weiss, say that, yes, it can be a, um, an extension of another life, uh, remembering, reconnecting with an experience from another life. Uh, I would say so, yes. And do we, do we travel with the same group of people every, every life, uh, but we, maybe we switch roles, but it's the same souls all the time? Um, the souls that we choose to incarnate with as parents or close family members, usually yes. Um, others, not necessarily. It depends on every soul. If the soul needs uh, to have other souls that he's comfortable with around him, yes. But with evolved souls or highly evolved souls, they don't have that need anymore. And the entire humanity is their family. So... Um, Sometimes you encounter in your life souls with which you had other lives and you may feel very connected with and you may feel that um, you're very comfortable with and you may have souls that you can stand, other people you can stand or you you have conflicts with. Uh, You may have lived with those again. All right. Those feelings are nothing but resurrection of other feelings. It's just the resurrection of other experiences. As souls, 
we continue in this life to fight battles which started in another life. Let's go to the phones and we'll begin with Irene in Mississauga. Irene, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. I have some problem with depression and uh, if something hurt, I started to cry and I cannot stop crying and trembling my whole body. Yes. Uh, depression is, again, um, the result of functioning from disempowering programs of thinking. And you can definitely start by listening to that recording. Um, negative thoughts um, can be released, can be actually re- easily released. And um, you can have hypnotherapy sessions to overcome depression, or you can even start with a session that I have on my website. I have a few recordings. I, I created some sessions for overcoming negative thinking and depression, for a positive thinking and self-confidence. And you can try those recordings because they are regular hypnotherapy session. And once the brain learn, uh, the brain listens to them, it will incorporate those new ideas that will replace the negative thoughts. Um, people experience lack of confidence, lack of self-esteem. I would say depression is an identity crisis. The person forgets who it is. The soul forgets who it is. So we are all extensions of the source of love. And we have this tendency to be very critical about ourselves. But as consciousness, we're already perfect. We are already source energy in human form. So unconditionally loving yourself would be the number one thing that you could do for yourself. Have a, um, an attitude of gratitude for who you are. Um, to be confident in yourself, to trust yourself, to trust the the universe, the positive forces of the universe, uh, because they are there with you. But what we do when we have negative thoughts, we reject them. Um, We create a force of rejection, and it's difficult for them to help us. So choose to open yourself to the energy of love. And the first step to do is to choose to love yourself unconditionally because you cannot have depression and love yourself unconditionally. All depressed people are very critical with themselves. So that's the the first step. Love yourself unconditionally and trust the higher levels of your consciousness. Um, And you can listen to that recording and uh, your brain will learn the new empowering thoughts and beliefs and also of course you can go and see a psychiatrist you can go to psychotherapy sessions and have hypnotherapy sessions irene i hope that helps and um we wish you the best thank you thank you very much we hear that music percolating up that means it's time to step away just for a moment we'll be back dr elena gabor past life regression therapist home at the tree of life right here the conspiracy show my name is richard serrett don't go away is being pulled over your eyes. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrant. We are back with Dr. Elena Gabor. Again, the website, drgabor.com, D-R-G-A-B-O-R.com. 
Paul is in Oshawa. Hello, Paul. Welcome to The Conspiracy Show. Hi, Richard. Thank you very much for taking the call and another great show in connection. Thank you so much. Say hi to Dr. Elena Gabor. Hi, Dr. Elena. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? Not too bad. Um, I've been outside tonight, and I've witnessed uh, four balls of white light uh, that we would consider UFOs. And and so wow. because of seeing so many of them, I have to question, does the soul, when it reincarnates on the planet over and over, uh, it also can traverse to other realms of higher uh, uh, vibration? If it can travel when it incarnates on Earth? Yes. So if, if you reincarnate yeah. so many times on Earth, is it possible in between or at a time even before you come to the earth you've been in other realms oh absolutely the souls can travel anywhere they desire even uh, our souls while we sleep at night our souls can travel anywhere they want they go to other versions of reality they go to other lives like Nikola Tesla he was connecting with the light and bringing information from there um, like Einstein was able to get answers to his questions to answers to his theories uh, like Niels Bohr like Mendeleev Mendeleev created the table of elements in one night and actually describe elements, describe the property of the elements that, that weren't even labeled yet or weren't even discovered yet. All that is information that we get, we bring in our lives by connecting to other planes of existence, other consciousnesses, other lives, other vibrational realities even the people that build the pyramids in ancient egypt that's how they build the pyramids um the leaders of the of that society were highly evolved souls who had the ability to travel to other dimensions of existence and they were guided by the spiritual guides accessed um planes of existence where pyramids were the regular uh, buildings, you know, like we have our houses, they had pyramids. And they learned in that hypnotic state how to build. They brought the information of how to build the pyramids in on, on this planet uh, in order to develop the science of mathematics. Does that mean there, are no, geni- there are no geniuses? There are, there are just that's people... That's what the genius is, a person, a, a soul, who is able to connect with the higher levels of consciousness to bring information either from the light, either from other planes of existence where what they envision are already things that exist. Aha. All right. Paul, thank you for the call. So that's what a genius is. You're very welcome. So yes, souls can either incarnate in other versions of reality or travel to other versions of reality. Uh, let's say and hi- that's what we do in past life regression too. We travel to other lives, to other versions of reality. Right, right. Uh, let's say hi to Vanessa in Houston, Texas. Vanessa, good morning. Welcome to The Conspiracy Show. Hi, Doctor. I had a quick question. Where do beings such as, you know, beings that were lost via miscarriage or, you know, other beings that were terminated by a- abortion... Where oh, I they go once, Great once question. they're not here? So, uh, souls that are terminated by abortion, we don't know all the details, but 
I understood that there are different things that can happen. If a soul comes and incarnates, right, starts developing as a human being, and the soul decides that it's not a good place for them to be, that life is not going to turn out well, or the body is not developing properly, or the family where they're incarnated is not really okay for them, they choose to leave. They make an agreement. They they make an agreement with the parents as well. It's not like the parents don't know. It's just that the parents don't access consciously that information. And uh, as a result, they suffer when they lose the pregnancy. So sometimes the soul himself can decide to just return back to the light. Then there are other souls that are beginner souls that they cannot handle an entire life. So they take at the beginning of their journey of evolution, they take very short trips. So they come in, stay a few days or a few months and they leave. And it was their intention from the beginning. Then there are pregnancies that other result of um, getting pregnant on a very low vibration, let's say the mother was extremely stressed, was exhausted, or there were a lot of blockages there. And unfortunately, sometimes it can happen that a soul that's not supposed to incarnate, a soul from the lower dimension of existence interferes and takes over. And then the spiritual guides and the soul of the mother and father decide that they don't want to deal with such a situation. And then they choose to abort that child, that that being. So, yes, there are situations where the soul has the intention, uh, the soul of the baby has the intention to come and stay, but the parents make the decision that they, they want to terminate the pregnancy. The soul returns to the light. Souls understand what is going on. Um, and, uh, I actually had regressions like that where, um, they're going to be, those regressions will be in my next book where the soul came at the moment of conception, at the union of the two selves, the, the gametes, and then stayed for a while, and the mother had to abort or decided to abort. And the soul, the, my client, went through all the feelings and all the experiences of returning to the light. In that situation, the mother died also um, uh, through the process of abortion, and both of them returned to the light. So... Um, everything that happens, happens for a reason, and those decisions are made at the subconscious and uh, superconscious levels of existence, and they're made together with the spiritual guides for the benefit of that soul. Vanessa, thank you for the call. One of the things I've always grappled with, and, and you've talked about this before, but I just can't wrap my head around it somehow, and that is the idea of, of um, a soul having multiple simultaneous lives. In other words, the soul that I occupy could also occupy another person somewhere. That's very difficult for me to imagine. Do you mean in the same time version yes, yes, of reality? Yes, the same time. Like, uh, you mean the concept of twin flames. Those are called twin flames, parts of the same soul living uh, different lives in the same time frame reality. Is right? that the same, say, is the same thing as saying that there is somewhere out there, there's another me? Yes. 
there are many you, but in this time frame reality, is it, it's very possible that you haven't incarnated with the entire energy of your soul in one physical body. You may have chosen to divide your energy in multiple parts and incarnate in multiple human beings. Um, it happens very often. It's a very common case. Uh, and um, this is one of the reasons for which the number of soul is higher. Uh, but the other reason would be that there are infinite souls available to incarnate on planet Earth on, and on any other place where souls incarnate. Um, it's just the process of, uh, of evolution of souls in which once the souls reach to a certain level of evolution, they have a bigger energy, they could split the energy and incarnate in multiple people. What would happen if, uh, that if let's say I, I had a, a, a twin soul somewhere yes. and I were to meet that person, would I know immediately? Um, you may feel very attracted to that person, whether it's a woman or a man. You feel very close, easy to talk to. Uh, very similar with you in uh, they they have the same fears they may have um, kind of the same views on life they resonate with each other and they can be very good friends they can be great life partners um, they can be great siblings it depends uh, how they chose to incarnate but they attract each other usually they end up meeting is that the same thing as a soulmate no. no. A soulmate is a soul that is on the same level of evolution with you. So it's a different soul, but on the same level of evolution. The ones you refer to, the twin flames, are parts of the same soul. They are the same souls incarnated in different people in the same time frame reality. And all the other past life selves, they are your twin flames too, but they're not incarnated in the same time frame reality. Right. Dr. Elena Gabor, stay with us right here on The Conspiracy Show. Where there's smoke... There's The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Wow, you are really lighting up the phone lines uh, tonight, Dr. Gabor. We have a full board of lines. Razia is in Hamilton. Razia, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. Thank you. I love your show. I listen all the time. Thank you, my dear. Yeah, and I'm so mm. glad it's Dr. Gabor because I have a very bad problem. I have been hypnotized by a man that is controlling me that way. And he tells me openly that he's hypnotized me and that I, he makes me do things that I don't remember anything. And then I find out that this thing has happened. And he now, he, he stalked me for 20 years. I knew him as a friend only 24 years ago. And we were very good friends for two years. And then I found him a bit too coming uh, coming on to me a little bit. So then I cut off the relationship. But it was a platonic relationship. And I said goodbye to him, and I never saw him again. But he started stalking me for 20 years. And he turned the whole neighborhood against me because they were all friends in there. 
and I kept telling my sisters that I'm being stopped, I'm being stopped, and they wouldn't believe me. And How did he hypnotize you? How did he hypnotize you? What happened about four years ago is that he came forward and told my sister that everything I had said about being stalked was true because it was him that was, had been doing the stalking. How and did he... he now wanted to make amends to me. But what's happening is now that he says that he's in love with me and that he wants to marry me and that I have been hypnotized by him and that in the hypnosis I married him and that I had a child with him, I don't remember anything at all. Oh, my word. All right. Uh, I don't know how to get rid okay. of him. I cannot make him understand. He's not well. Dr. Gabor? I cannot make him understand. All right, Razia, let's get Dr. Gabor in here and let's see if she can offer some assistance. We are hypnotizing each other. We are influencing each other with our teachers hypnotize our, us in the sense that they, we don't do it intentionally, but... Uh, we all absorb information from each other. We all exchange beliefs and convince each other of things. That's another form of hypnosis. Obviously, this man, uh, or, or I think this man wasn't, he wasn't a hypnotherapist and doing hypnotherapy session. He was influencing you in his but own way. I don't way. remember anything uh, what he's talking about. But how do you know it's true what he's saying? He's got proof. He says we have a child together and that I was his wife. And I said, how could I not remember? You know, like pregnancy and all that. And and do you have any? Did you go to a psycho a psychologist or to a psychiatrist to make sure you don't have memory problem or anything like that? Yeah, I am. Going to a psychiatrist. And what is the diagnosis? uh, He's come forward and he's told everybody that what he did was wrong and that he had stalked me and Mm -hmm. did many, many bad things to me in the 20 years. He broke my furniture, stole my storage. I I think your psychiatrist could definitely help you untangle that. Uh, uh, Psychiatrists are familiar with hypnosis. Many of them are familiar with hypnosis. And I'm sure if you tell him the story, he will help you untangle this. This is a complex story. I am in the hospital. Okay, Razia. That's that's very good. There's one other thing too. I remember the last hour of my last reincarnation. I know how I died. Uh-huh. Yes, I've very possibly. Yes, yes. Ever since I was a baby. The yes. same dream over and over again till I was 14 years old and I got my period. And then the dreams gradually stopped. Interesting. Yeah. Well, Razia, I've go. got to I've got to move on to other callers. I've got a full board of lines here, but please, uh, please, uh, you know, uh, listen to your I need psychiatrist to talk to and Dr. Gabor. Can I call her at her office? Uh, you can call her. Y- y- through yes, the you website. can call me. Uh, what I would suggest is to talk to your psychiatrist, and also uh, you can have there are psychiatrists that practice hypnotherapy, and you can help them connect you with that life that you kept kept revisiting. There is a reason why we keep going to the same life over and over again. There is something to resolve there, Razia. so you can do that with a hypnotherapist. Good luck, Razia. Can All I the best. Talk to you? Uh, yeah, you call to contact her through the website drgabor.com. Okay, Razia, thank you so okay. much. Good luck. All right. We're going to step away again here, Owen. Yes, there's the music right on cue. Okay, we will be back and we will finish up with some more calls. 
as uh, we continue to discuss ethereal science, the science of the soul and the subconscious with Dr. Elena Gabor, drgabor.com, right here on The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. Don't go away. Take a look around. What do you really see? This is where you can tell all about it. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett. Dr. Gabor, I I have claustrophobia to the point now, uh, and I never used to have it uh, as a child. I remember as a, as a, uh, a kid, you know, tunneling uh, through the snow and snow forts and so forth. It never bothered me. Now, if I have the sheet over my head, I start to get a bit of a panic attack. Uh, yes. So if something, if a phobia or something develops later in life that you didn't have before, is that still attributed to a, a previous life? Many times, um, some are past life issues activate throughout our life. You don't necessarily need to have it from the moment you're born. It can activate later. Yes, it could be. It could be something related to this life, but usually in most cases is from another life. Our soul is shaped by all the experiences it ever had and our talents, abilities, skills, as well as our vulnerabilities and fears uh, are rooted in other experiences. Right. Do you remember the case of the, um, the 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 cave in Thailand that was flooded, trapping all of those children that happened last year? I'm not familiar with that case. They they were trapped in this cave because the water level rose, and they couldn't. They were trapped in there for weeks, and uh, they were thinking about all of these ways. How are they going to get the children out? Even Elon, Elon Musk got involved, and uh, yes. but, but fortunately, they were able to, to to get them all out. They were a soccer team, I believe, a a young Thai soccer team. Anyway, when they were discussing that um, situation on the radio, just listening to it, I mean, absolutely, you know, threw me into almost a panic, a complete panic attack. I mean, that's so common. So many people have claustrophobia. Does it often involve, or could it involve, I don't know, someone who was buried alive in a previous life? It can be, or it can involve someone who got trapped somewhere in a mine or uh, got trapped in an elevator or in some space, and um, they may have not survived. Hmm. So you never know the scenario. Uh, You never know until you explore it. So it's either continuing to live with it, either taking medication for it, either choosing to have a hypnotherapy session and address it. All right, let's say hi to Ted in uh, North Carolina. Ted, good morning. Hey, good morning. How y'all doing? Terrific, thank you. Good morning. We're doing great. Uh, my question is, I've always wanted to go back in time, not physically, but mentally. How long would it take, say, to go under hypnosis and go back 8,000 years? I'm just curious to know who I was before I was me in many lives. Well, most of of the clients are able to access other lives 
from the first session, especially if they practice with that recording I suggested to listen to. I always uh, give that recording to my clients before they come to the session just to get familiar with the state of hypnosis and uh, to learn to quiet their mind. And 99% of the people are able to access whatever life is relevant to them from the first session. So I would say it will take a hypnotherapy session for you to access that. And let's say if you can't in the first session, you practice some more with the recording. And from the second session, you will have no problem. Uh, okay. All right. And you're from Romania. Yes. How long I'm from have you Romania. been gone from Romania? Say again, please. How long have you been gone from Romania? Uh, I I came to U.S. Uh, 13 years ago, but I go and visit every summer. Oh, so you were there when Nikolai was there? Ceausescu, uh, yes. Yes, yes, I grew up in that uh, regime, yes. Okay, well, thank you, ma'am. I expect I'll be contacting you. There you go. All right. All right, Ted. Well, Doctor, have a great have, evening. Have a blessed day. Thank you. You too. DrGabor.com. DrGabor.com. D-R-G-A-B-O-R.com. Let's see if we can move quickly with Louise and Barry. Louise, we'll make you the last call, but you'll have to move quickly. Hi, Louise. Good morning. Thank goodness. Uh, Dr. Gabor, have you dealt with schizophrenia? Uh, not personally. I train no. psychiatrists and psychotherapists who work with people with uh, schizophrenia, and I actually, I'm teaching them how to use hypnosis for schizophrenia, but I didn't work personally on those cases. I do discuss with them. They, they ask my opinion of how to handle certain situations. But again, the first step is reconnect with the light. People that have schizophrenia are able to perceive other versions of reality, but unfortunately, not high vibration versions of reality, low vibration versions where um, things that are not so good happen. So they are affected yeah. by that vibration. By they are affected by what's going on there. Right. And, uh, it's they, my son they, that is schizophrenic. Yes, he doesn't. Exactly. He, he lives in another province, but. Uh, he is completely. He seems to be completely controlled by these voices. Yes, very and, possible. And he opened his on, consciousness constant. to those souls. Yes. It, so it what he needs to do is to reconnect with the light. By reconnecting with the light, he elevates. How, how his, he's going to be able to elevate his vibration. Well, Louise, maybe you so, could direct him to Dr. Gabor's website, and he could try listening to that. Uh, that. Recording, the yes, recording. and slowly elevate his vibration and disconnect from those consciousnesses well, that he hears as on voice. the internet. Yes, you can go to drgabor.com and you can contact uh, Dr. Elena uh, yeah. Gabor. Dr. Gabor, D R G A B O R dot com. Yeah, Louise, I wrote it down. God earlier. bless you and all the best. That's I, great, Richard. I, hope, I thank you so much. Thank you, Louise. I You're hope you can get some help welcome. for your son. That's a terrible, terrible... Um, they can't distinguish from reality anymore, reality and what's going on in that version of reality anymore. They overlap those. And Dr. that's why they describe those things. Uh, Dr. Gabor, we are out of time. Thank you so much. It always goes by so quickly, and I, I always uh, this, uh, enjoy these conversations. Thank you again. Thank you so much as well, and good luck to everyone. 
drgabor.com. All right, my thanks to Owen and Ryan. Back next week with a brand new program. In the meantime, don't be afraid. There's nothing concealed that won't be revealed and nothing hidden that won't be made known. What you hear in the dark, speak in the light. What I say in a whisper, proclaim from the housetops. Move over, Aphrodite. I'm coming home. Good night. Thank you.